We celebrate Australia's hottest entrepreneurs, the game changers. But among all their success, we often forget that the one thing they all have in common is failure. This is the audacity to fail. This podcast is brought to you by Startup Smart, Australia's leading startup news and opinion site. I'm Danushi, and today we're joined by Kate Morris, the founder and CEO of Australia's first online beauty store, Adore Beauty. Over 16 years, Morris grew her tiny online store into a $10 million business that is set for global domination, starting with China. The journey has seen Morris through many successes, from winning the Victorian Telstra business Women's Award for Innovation to Woolworths grabbing a 25% stake in the company. But when Morris started, she was just a 21-year-old student working part-time on cosmetic counters. I started my business without having any idea what I was doing. So for me, it was just a sort of a consistent series of failures and some of them were big and some of them were small, but basically that was the way I learned through sort of blundering through and stuffing things up and just eventually trying to get it right. It was during these early days that Morris made one of her first rookie mistakes. I remember going to see a potential supplier and just sort of walking in there with my with my big idea and the one suit that I owned and she very kindly said to me, she said, look, usually when people come um, to, you know, propose a new idea to me, they'll, they'll bring a presentation. And I thought, oh, okay, mess that up. Good tip. Excellent. <laughs> Though Morris was given a second chance and got to prepare that presentation, that initial encounter was a little embarrassing. Yeah, I felt like an idiot. <laughs> I spent probably, as I'd say, at least the first five years of my business feeling like an idiot most of the time. I guess on the on the plus side, I just kind of got used to. I got used to it. It wasn't like I, I ever went into the business feeling like I knew everything. I just got used to that feeling of sort of being wildly out of my depth. This comfort in being uncomfortable has helped Morris become the business leader she is today. For her, it has always been a process of trying, failing, and trying again. One of the things I tried when I was sort of having trouble getting up enough momentum and getting enough brands to come on board with the beauty site is that I decided I was going to diversify a little bit and added a fashion accessories website, thinking that, okay, well, people who are buying makeup and beauty products probably also buy handbags and jewellery, so I'll add a separate section on the site for that. It stumbled along for three years before Morris had to accept that it just wasn't working. For me, the fashion accessories, it wasn't a vertical that I really understood and it wasn't like I was in the position of being able to hire and bring on an expert that did understand it. And so the thing that I learned, I suppose, is that if you don't have passion and some expertise in the product that you're selling, then it's very hard for customers to respond to that because you're probably not getting it quite right. It's almost a little bit rude to try and sell something to people that you're not passionate about when your customers really are passionate about it because you, you're sort of showing them that you don't get them. But the decision to close it down was tough. It was making some revenue and I was going to have to give that up. What I realized was that when you distract your focus away from the thing that you are really passionate about and that you are really interested in, then it kind of affects everything negatively. And so bringing the focus back to what I did know and what I did well, which was the beauty side of things, really made an immense difference to the business. And, and that was kind of when I was able to get a little bit more momentum going. The reason it took three years to pull the plug, however, hit close to home. 
I really wanted to make it work. I'm very stubborn. I don't like giving up on things, probably as evidenced by the fact that I've been running a door beauty for 16 years, even though the first, at least six or seven of those years were really tough and showed limited success and probably, well, I don't know, maybe a smarter person would have just gone, you know what, timing's not right, forget about it. But for me, I was determined to make it work and that tends to be my attitude to a lot of things, which is why admitting failure can be difficult. These experiences have helped Morris approach failure in a completely new light, which has enabled her to grow Adore Beauty much more rapidly. So anytime I do something new, I think, okay, this is an experiment. What's the quickest way for me to work out whether or not this is going to work? What's the cheapest way for me to work out whether or not this is going to work? Morris and her team no longer make any major changes to the website without an A-B split test. Yeah, I mean, after all these years, 16 years in the business, I think I know what people would like. <laughs> but I'm often wrong. I'm often wrong. So we'll we'll often think of, oh, this is a great new change that we could make to the menus or to the navigation or whatever. And we test it and people hate it and it doesn't work at all. And I think, well, that's lucky that I didn't go ahead and invest in fully deploying it because I would have just killed my conversion rate. This lean testing approach is now an integral part of the culture and comfort with failure within the company. We've actually built it in as one of Adore Beauty's core values is having the courage to fail. And so my team know that, hey, if you want to try something, I'm never going to bust your chops if it doesn't work out. You tried something new and that's fantastic. If we want to be an innovative company, we have to try new stuff. There are going to be failures. That is okay. So long as you find a small and cheap and fast way of testing out this new idea that you've got, I'll always back you. I think that gives people a lot of freedom. I know that it does me. Just sort of give yourself permission to fail and go, okay, well, this might not work, but I'm going to give it a crack anyway. And, and here's going to be my timeline as for measuring what's worked and what hasn't. And then it's, it's much easier to not beat yourself up about it if it happens. For all of you out there embarking on this crazy journey of starting and growing a business, Morris shares one quick takeaway about failing. Expect it to happen because it's going to. And it doesn't matter how smart you think you are or how much experience you think you have. You are not going to get everything right. That is okay. Just plan for it and anticipate it and build it into everything you do. That expectation or anticipation that not everything you do is going to work. What's the quickest way that you can find out what are the things that are going to work? The thing I often see with people starting out small businesses is they want to invest so much money and time in making things perfect or they spend forever agonizing about their business cards or something like that and you just say, look, don't worry about any of that stuff. Just get the cheapest version that you can. It doesn't matter. Get something up and running because you need to start learning and you need to start learning with real customers. So whatever it is you're working on today, I hope you get back in the game and keep trying. Thanks for joining us, Kate Morris, and thank you for listening in. This is The Audacity to Fail, brought to you by Startup Smart. I'm Danushi. See you next Thursday at 6 p.m.